Another installment of the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry, and this week we catch up with several coaches who last week celebrated their bye week, be it Jackson County, DeKalb County, White County. We check in with Stone Memorial and Warren County as well, as many others. Livingston, in fact, also on the program. All of that and more on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. We begin in Warren County, where we check in with head coach Matt Turner, who it's been several weeks since we spoke with, and the Pioneers look to celebrate senior night and get back their senior leader, quarterback Alex Van Vuren, head coach Matt Turner. Coach, uh, obviously between the bye and uh, just everybody being busier than uh, anything I can describe, it's been a minute since we got to catch up with you. How was uh, the bye? How do you feel like your team uh, – responded coming back on monday after the uh the buy and fall break uh, it's been the ball the fall break and the, the buy has been uh i hope been very beneficial for us uh you know i think uh we're actually going to be able to put a uh, pretty healthy football team out uh for homecoming and, and senior night uh this friday uh you know we've got alex van buren our quarterback is back and uh you know and he's been getting reps and and uh, a couple other guys that's been banged up, and you know, of course, that you know, that fall break don't ever seem like it comes at a better time, you know. Uh, but you know, I think uh, the kids came back raring to go. You know, uh, obviously, we came off of a, you know, another tough loss with a, a good Tullahoma team there, you know. Uh, but you know, we're we're uh, we're growing and uh, getting better, and, and looking forward to Friday night getting back after it and, that, and being home. Uh, we've been on the road for a good stretch, it seems like. Obviously, long-term, uh, projecting out the future, it's great to get uh, Brady Swallows as many reps as he's been able to get, as much game time as he has. But what does it mean for this team in these last couple games to get Alex Van Vuren back out there under center and in the shotgun? Well, it's you know, it's almost twofold, man. It's it's uh, it's great for the team. It's great for Alex. Uh, you know, I mean, he has uh, – um, you know, uh, dreams just like every high school player playing at the next level. And, you know, that this is, it breaks your heart when a kid that has busted his tail for so long, you know, has a, a collarbone break, you know. And, and uh, so he's, he's, he's uh, chomping at the bit to get out there and maybe get uh, two good films, uh, two games on film, you know. And so his, his enthusiasm and leadership and, you know, I mean, it's almost like seeing – you know that uh, that leader uh, step back on. You know, uh, it's almost like the I'm right now in my mind I'm thinking about Bobby Boucher when he shows back up at halftime. You know, <laughs> um, just a, just a good atmosphere and, and a good uh, opportunity that the kids will play on. And and you know, even I mean, everybody, uh, everybody wants to see Alex out there, and everybody you know wants to. Uh, do the best that they can, and and you know, and then of course we'll play it ear by ear, you know, and and Brady's ready to go. I mean, Brady uh, obviously has, has had a uh, took the most of the opportunity that he was given, and which he didn't want and want it that way, you know, uh, of course. Uh, but you know, I feel very, very good if uh, uh, Alex, you know, for some reason isn't comfortable, and Brady steps right back in. Uh, but you know, it's uh, just a, it's it's a it's a got a good feeling this week. Yeah, you guys are going up against a Wilson Central team, obviously as well that may have a three and five record, zero and four in the region. But you'd say they're probably better than that record shows. As good as your region is, as as good of a schedule as they've played, what does Wilson Central do that uh, 
that could give you guys some issues? What do you have to key on against the Wildcats? Well, you know, uh, they've, they've explosive. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of athletes and, and, uh, coach, the new coach has kind of got in there and, and, uh, he, um, gets the ball to his players. Uh, you know, and they do a lot of unique formations and, and get some crazy numbers on you and you, and you just got to play some disciplined football, you know? Uh, but yeah, you know, their record definitely does not, uh, represent the quality of team that they are. Um, and, and so, you know, and I'm excited because it's been a, a minute since we've played Wilson Central, you know? Uh, so, um, but I do feel like, you know, we've got two, two teams that are going to be coming in here at Nunley Stadium hungry for a win and, and it's going to be a great, football atmosphere and uh uh you know and I, it, it's gonna come down to what team's the most physical and the most disciplined so uh, uh there's no secret sauce to uh winning football you know it just uh matters which team executes and, and uh does the does their job we've talked a lot all year coach about how young your team is the, the you're trying to really build a program the you know why not start now kind of mentality uh, obviously right. you know playoffs are, are kind of at this point off the but they're out of the picture they, yeah. they're out of the picture i wasn't gonna say it but y- they are oh, but, yeah, i mean hey i'm realistic baby but but what would it mean for a young team for this program to pick up a region win this year or this week against wilson central oh it'd be huge uh it'd be huge you know we've uh we've actually gotten into you know, we, uh, which I told Telahoma, we played, uh, Telahoma's JV this past Monday. Uh, and I told Coach, uh, Sisk, I said, you're going to see a lot of the same kids, man, you know, because I'm trying to get these kids as much playing time and as much reps as I can, trying to take full advantage of the six quarters. And, uh, you know, and our JV, uh, dominated Telahoma's JV. And rightfully so. I mean, they're the same kids that are playing on Friday night, you know, and I'm sure Telahoma could have probably, uh, you know, stacked their JV a little more or whatnot. I don't know. But it, but uh, seeing the success that those kids are having on Mondays, uh, you know, and, and that's what I've been working on this week as far as trying to get them to say, hey, let's translate that over and, and carry that over to Friday night, you know, and 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 just be competitive, you know, let's be competitive one 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 quarter at a time, one play at a time, one one series at a time, you know, and then we'll just look up and see how it goes, you know, um, uh, you know, and then of course, you know. It'd be huge, you know, and then of course we've got a daunting task next week to finish the season up at Father Ryan, you know, but, you know, to see that caliber of athlete, uh, and program, you know, and even at Wilson Central, you know, that's where we're at. And, uh, our young kids are, our young guys are trying to, you know, bust their tail and, and get after it and, and, uh, and, and send these seniors out. Uh, and, and we're just going to, you know, that's all I'm looking for is, for them to be competitive and put ourselves in a position to win in the fourth quarter, and, and then we'll just see what happens, you know. So, but yeah, it'd be huge uh, to come home uh, or to have that win, especially here at, at home. So, be great. Pioneer football head coach Matt Turner joining us there. So happy to get to speak with him once again, and so happy to hear they're getting Alex Van Vuren back for senior night. It'll be senior night for the Pioneers as they look to pick up a region win this week under the hands and behind the arm of their veteran quarterback. I'm Colin Castleberry. When we come back, we go from Warren County, from McMin- or from Smithville to McMinnville, to Cab County, up next on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders.
from McMinnville to Smithville, which, by the way, I think I may have said backwards in the last segment, but neither here nor there. We go from Warren County to DeKalb County. Check in with head coach Steve Trapp as the Tigers prepare for what everyone knows is a playoff game. On the road at White County, the winner puts themselves in a very good spot to secure the four seed in the region. The loser almost eliminates themselves from playoff contention. Head coach Steve Trapp understands just that. Here is the Tigers head football coach. Coach, it was a much needed bye week last week for you guys. How do you feel like the guys have uh, returned to practice here coming off of the, the bye week? Yeah, I think it was good timing. Uh, you know, just a few guys with those bumps and bruises, like every coach will tell you about a bye week, especially when it gets later in the year like this, you know, so they were able to. We were still in school last week, so uh, and we do still have athletics during the day, so we were able to use that time uh, to continue to do some stuff in the weight room and film work uh, and a little bit of field work, but we were able to give those guys some times off, uh, give the coaches a little bit of time off, uh, you know, so it's, it's uh, you know an opportunity to hopefully come back and be refreshed and recharged and re-energized, uh, you know, to hopefully get things going here at the end of the season. Yeah, you guys... Uh like many teams, but especially with you guys, uh, had a lot of key guys who maybe weren't not playing, but were certainly uh, not at 100% banged up, either coming back from something or had been battling something. Oh, give us a bit of an update there. I mean, how are guys like Malachi, Briz, so on and so forth, now that they had a bit of a week to kind of back off and let some things really heal up? I definitely, like I said, they've got to get a little, you know, a little bit more one-on-one time with our trainer and just continue that process of work. But then, you know, not on top of that is going out there and grinding for another two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes on the practice field. So, you know, being able to get that treatment, still being able to get in the weight room and get those things done, uh, you know, on that side of it. So it's, you know, especially those guys, a few others, you know, just like I said, give their bodies a little bit of a refreshment, but also hopefully their mind also, and then just come back super hungry. Now that's the pros to having your bye week while you're still in school. Now we move to the pros and cons of how are you kind of keeping the guys on a schedule and focused with such a big game coming up on Friday and they're not in school this week? I mean, well, it's something we've had to go through the last couple of years. You know, we had it synced up to where, you know, our bye week and our fall break was all at the same time. And, uh, you know, for some reason, it, our, our fall break moved a whole week, uh, but wasn't able to change our schedule to coincide with it. You know, so it is what it is. And, you know, you know what I'm going to say. It's about following the process <laughs> of work. And, you know, no matter uh, one thing we are getting to do is, you know, it's all about football. You know, so you don't have to worry about waking up, going to school, and then staying out there till, you know, seven o'clock at football practice. You do have to get up early because we we do all of our practice early, and then let those guys get out of there. So some of those that have jobs can get more hours in in the afternoons and things like that. But uh, you know, so we're still focused on doing the things that we're required to do. We get to do it at a different time, and uh, you know, so far so good. So uh, you know, we'll continue to work. We understand what's at stake. Uh, but one thing we have told them is understand the consequences of this game, both good or bad, but also understand it's still a football game. Uh, it's still about blocking, tackling, and doing stuff right, and that's what we're focusing on ultimately. One of the great things as well about a bye week or, or really just kind of two weeks is that you get a chance to kind of look back inward, really pour into yourselves. How did the Tigers get better last week? How do you guys get better this week? Well, again, I mean, it's the same message that we talk to them each and every 
each and every week is, uh, you know, do you have that thirst? Do you have that hunger to be better than what your last opportunity was? That's one way that we define, you know, part of our program and what Tiger Pride means. And, uh, you know, when you can slow it down and take some extra time and uh, kind of look at things like you said, then you can get on them uh, uh, and show them those things a whole lot more and then spend some more time on it. But it still comes down to doing what we're asking them to do in the correct form and fashion, both physically and mentally. Um, you know, but having some extra time there should allow you to be able to come out and do that. Certainly couldn't ask for a better week to get two weeks of prep either, having to go up against a warrior offense that's led by Trip Pinion uh, and going to be a playoff-like environment and atmosphere on Friday night. Uh, defensively, how do you guys slow down a guy like Trip Pinion and this Warrior offense that can do so many different things? Well, I mean, first of all, you got to be aware of the things that they're attempting to do and what they have done and, uh, you know, the type of playmaker that he is. And then it just comes down to, you know, again, just you know, understanding that, but understanding as each individual on a defensive unit how it all fits, you know, how the puzzle pieces come together to fit, and then – uh, you know, at the end of the day, you got to be able to make plays. I mean, he, he, him, and a few others have, you know, the opportunity and the capability to make plays, even when the defense have done it right. So, uh, again, you got to be, uh, you know, really in tune with the game, uh, be really motivated to do your job to the utmost of your ability, and then go make plays to get it done. Process, focus concentrating on yourselves all things you've told us all season coach Mm -hmm. so the final question is this and i suspect the answer will probably be in that same vein but as i Mm -hmm. mentioned friday night is practically a playoff game for both sides uh that environment is going to be raucous it's going to be playoff type uh uh kind of environment and atmosphere what's the message to the team having to step into an environment like that knowing what's on the line and again, not necessarily looking forward to next week, but also knowing Upperman is on the is on the docket next week. Well, I mean, as far as you know, Upperman goes, we'll worry about them when it's time to worry about them. Uh, I mean, all of our focus is on the task at hand, you know, like you said. But you know, that was the message that we gave to him in our previous game because ultimately that was a playoff game too. Because if we didn't take care of business then, then the opportunity wouldn't even be here for us. So, uh, you know, we had to take care of business and. You know, so again, we've not hid the, uh, you know, the consequences of this game, both good and bad. These guys understand that. They know what's at stake. Uh, you know, but the one thing we have told them over and over, it's still about football. It's still about doing the basics the way they're supposed to be done. And, uh, and then possibly, you know, creating some new things. But, uh, you know, you can't let the moment be bigger than what it actually is. And, and the moment is really after the game. That's when it really will settle in. Either you, you get to go and continue your season for another, a uh, week or whatever, how long it'll last, or uh, or it don't. But while there's still time on that clock, it's still about focusing on doing your job and uh, taking care of the football game. And the moment would take care of itself at the end. No better place to be this week than in Sparta on Friday night. Briss Trap against Trip Pinion. Malachi Trap against this Warriors defense that has gotten better each and every week. It is going to be a playoff atmosphere, a war in Sparta on Friday night. You won't want to miss it, and that is why it is our game of the week. You can also tune in on Sports Radio 104.7. Coverage will begin at around 640. Coming up, we go to the other side of this matchup. Head coach Curtis Beatty and the White County Warriors when we return on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, we're back on the high school playbook, and it is Curtis Beatty now as we caught up with Steve Trapp and the DeKalb 
Tigers, who will make the trip to Sparta on Friday night. Now we talk with the home team in a playoff matchup. White County Warriors head coach Curtis Beatty ahead of what promises to be the game possibly of the year and certainly maybe the game of the week. Coach, it was a much-needed bye week last week. Uh, How do you feel about how you guys have kind of come back now to school and to practice coming off the week off? Well, like you said, it's much needed. We got some nagging injuries. These kids have been going wide open uh, since July. Uh, It's time to step away and take a little rest and and breathe and enjoy enjoy your time and come back. uh, They come back energized and they're ready to go. They know the task at hand and they're ready to jump out and try to take it. You had talked to me last week about, you know, you can't preach family without uh, obviously giving time for family. So how did uh, you balance it, and how do you feel like your team kind of was able to balance family time, getting away from the game, while also making sure to to remain in shape and focused for what's going to be basically a two-week playoff run? Right. Well, and I think they've done a really well, a really good job. Uh, our kids, of course, you can track their film, film activity and things like that, and uh, just seeing them moving around and and coming back in the weight room and back on the field, you can tell that they they done what they needed to do uh, while still enjoying their time. Of course, their kids at the end of the day, you know, these families go to the beach. They're gonna they're gonna play flag football. They're gonna play volleyball and, and they're gonna play any any sport that they can play because that's what kids do. So I knew they would they would be out there doing things to stay active and and they did. They locked in and and watched the film on their on their break and and stay intact to what we're trying to do as a a team. Well, with all that being said, what's the emphasis for the Warriors this week? We'll look at an opponent here in a minute, but internally, what are you guys going to have to do to get better as as a team this week? Well, I think we got to continue uh, doing what we do and, and growing in what we do. Uh, I think uh, if if we run the ball defensively and we line up right, like I've told you week to week, when we do that, we play well. When we don't, we don't play well. And then offensively, uh, I think uh, after the CAK game, I think uh, people see that we are trying, we are trying to spread the ball around and, and take some pressure off Trip uh, to make him, you know, and it makes us a little bit more dangerous over there when we're able to to hand it off to a couple different guys and throw it to a few different guys. So we're continuing to work on that and try try to make that better. And uh, if we do that, I think we can be successful. Not unlike a couple other times this season, you look across the, the field this week and you're going to see a lot of other dynamic athletes, Briz Trap, Malachi Trap, uh, and, and several others. What do you guys have to do defensively to slow down a really multiple and potent offensive attack from the Tigers? Well, and Coach Trap's been around. I've, I've been in, uh, in this area for a long time. Coach Trap's always always seems to have a really good offensive uh, team and and no, he's really smart and, and can get those guys in, in areas to get them open and design things up for them. And it just helps him out tremendously when you got athletes like he's got right now. Malachi Trap is probably one of the better athletes that we've had to defend. So we try to keep everything in front of us. Uh, you know, try to try to do what we do defensively and, and not let them score on big plays. Try to make them line up and drive the ball consistently, consistently. And, uh, if they if they do, then you know that's we got to bend but don't break type defense against them to pull that off. And the other thing with them right now, their defense is their defense is really good. Uh, they're good up front. They got good linebackers, good on the back end. They're just they're, they're flying around a physical defense, so it'll be a challenge for us offensively as well. 
Obviously, it helps to have the game at home, but Friday night promises to basically be a playoff game, playoff atmosphere, playoff implications. What's the message to the team knowing the weight of the game and and truthfully knowing that you guys have kind of been in this situation for a couple weeks, entering the bye and now obviously entering these last two? Right. Well, and that's what we told the kids after after we lost uh, the last time. Uh, from here on out, it's it's playoff time for us. We put ourselves in that situation. We got to fight our way out. Uh, these guys like that challenge. They know they can't control how the schedule is laid out, but all they can, can do is control what's in front of them. Uh, you know, the message has been, hey, we get them here, we win, we got a good shot of getting in, uh, but we got to handle this week. We got five days to handle right here. Let's handle each day to beat the cab, and uh, at the end of the day, we'll see where we're at on Friday night. White County head coach, head coach Curtis Beatty joining us. Coach, I always appreciate a few minutes with you and looking forward to one heck of an atmosphere and a big-time ball game in Sparta on Friday night. Yeah, I appreciate everything you guys do covering this uh, this area and our kids. And I w- Once again, like I, I've said multiple times, if you ain't got anything to do, D. Harris will be a happening place on Friday night. We, we'd love for you to come out and, and watch what should be a really good high school football game. Yeah, a lot of great athletes, a lot of guys who you may very well be seeing play uh, somewhere, somehow at the next level. So certainly, I, I wholeheartedly agree. If you're listening, you got nowhere else to be. That is the place to be on Friday night. And if you can't make it out, you can listen on Sports Radio 104.7. Coverage will begin at around 640. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We go from Sparta to the place where the Warriors will be to end the regular season. That's at Livingston Academy in Overton County on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We catch up now with head coach Matten Hauser. The Wildcats coming off of their bye and obviously off of their worst loss of the season to Macon County. What has it been like? What was practice like on Monday? Here's head coach Madden Hauser. Coach Hauser, uh, much needed bye week last week. I think that was evident uh, against Macon County. Uh, team got away from a little bit, got away from everything for a little bit, was able to kind of rest and recoup. How vital does it feel like that was for this team, and, and what was kind of the attitude coming back to practice on Monday? You know, this late in the year, I think it's always great um, to get a little bit of a break, rest mentally, physically. Um, they showed up Monday with a renewed attitude, ready to get after it. Uh, had a great day of practice Monday and Tuesday. Uh, a lot of physicality, flying around, a lot of energy. Um, you know, sometimes the best thing for that is just getting a break, getting a little bit of rest to kind of get yourself ready to go for these last two weeks of the regular season. So um, I think it I think it bode well for our kids and uh, coaches alike. I think it was needed. Obviously the, the con to the pro that is getting away is you get a little bit out of, uh, of shape, out of rhythm, you get out of the, the sink of an offense or a defense. How do you feel like they came back ready to get right back into uh, where you guys were and continue to grow? So I don't think it, it hurt us that much. You know, these guys have been doing this since, you know, the 1st of June or you know, all the way back to spring. So they understand each other, um, where, they, where they're going to be, how they play, all those types of things. They've got a good feel for one another, and they hopped right in like they never missed a beat. Um, you know, we just had some talks with them about, some of the goals that are still on the table, some of the things that we want to get accomplished, and 
one of those starts was getting a region win this week against Cumberland County, so that's a huge focus for us. But you know, we're we're still you know preaching just get get better each day, um, leave the practice field better than you started, and um, you know I think this week we've done a really good job of that. They've gotten better. They've scrimmaged a lot. Once you know the young guys have gotten a lot of action this week mixed in with the older guys and it's been um it's been a lot of fun they've enjoyed it we got a little competition going on and uh, those are things you want to see especially this late in the year we'll talk about cumberland county here in just a minute uh, uh certainly an opponent you've got to keep an eye on as you head on the road on friday but where do the wildcats get better this week how do you guys as a team get better before we look at the opponent uh, you know, I think it all comes down to just execution and, and doing the little things right, uh, being supportive of one another as teammates and coaches and just, um, you know, focusing on us and what makes us tick. Uh, it's It's been kind of, you know, over the last six games, we're two and four. Um, and it's, but we talk to the guys, you know, it, that's frustrating. It is what it is. Um, but those four losses have come to a team team's combined record of 29 and three. And out of those three losses, two of them have came to each other beating uh, beating each other up a little bit. So we've, we've just run into a stretch of teams that have had some of the better teams they've had in the recent past. You know, they're playing really well, a couple undefeated teams in Upperman and York. And then you had um, Macon at 7-1 and one and Stone at 6-2. and two And, you know, it, I think we're, we've played really well up until Macon. We've played really well against all of those teams. Um, and I, I think that we need to build on that. I think Cumberland County is probably a little bit better than their record is. They've had some tough games, some close games. We definitely have to be prepared to come out and play um, from the opening whistle, uh, especially on the road in the region, give ourselves a chance. Second trip to Crossville this year, Coach. You mentioned it right there. Better than their record shows probably are the Jets. What have you seen on film uh, uh, that are some things you guys – have to key on, have to concentrate on to uh, leave Crossville Friday night with a W? Well, I think they play very physical. Um, they do um, they do what they do really well. Coach Trapp does a tremendous job of coaching. I, I coached with Coach Trapp years ago at Cookville High School and, and um, know him really well. And He's a, a good friend of mine, and he does a good job with those players. And You know, you look back at some of their scores – yeah, Bledsoe County goes into overtime, and that's a team that really played York really tough. Um, so you know that they had the capability of, of playing teams really well. Um, they kind of been like us. They they our region is really stacked this year at the top, and and so some of their losses have come to some really really good football teams. I expect them to play hard. I expect Coach Trapp to have them uh, coached up and ready to go. Uh, both teams are trying to you know finish the year on a high note with something to build on so we expect them to give us their best we have to be able to show up and do the same they'll give you their best so you got to show up and give them yours second trip to crossville on the year for the wildcats and they're still looking for that first region win will they get it tune in on wliv 101.9 am 920 coverage begins at 6:15 as the wildcats visit the jets 
on Friday night. That was head coach Madden Hauser. When we come back, we'll check in with Stone Memorial before they get ready for what would be the other game of the week, Stone and Upperman, on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We started with the visiting coach in the game of the week between DeCab and White. We'll do the same for what promises to be the other game of the week, Stone Memorial visiting Upperman. And now the visitors, head coach Derek Samber, Stone Memorial Panthers head football coach, as they come off their bye. And, of course, that means had to sit around for two weeks stewing on a bad loss at York. What was practice like on Monday? And what does practice promise to look like the rest of the week as they prepare to take down an undefeated team for the second consecutive ball game. Coach, a, a much-needed bye week last night. How do you feel like you guys have uh, returned from the bye week? Obviously also trying to maybe get the tough taste out of your mouth from that game at York. A uh, terrible way to have to enter the bye week as well. Yeah, uh, hopefully that we've uh, reset Colin from a loss. A uh, really good York team. We didn't play very well, but they're very much a 2 A state title contender this year. Um, and hopefully we have uh, come back refreshed, maybe with some fresh legs, but uh, we'll know a lot more about that at 7 o'clock on Friday night. Yeah, definitely, Will. You mentioned fresh legs. Just in terms of getting some guys who maybe were playing but slightly banged up, able to get a week to really heal up, how do you feel about where you guys are out at in terms of health, injuries, so on and so forth? Yeah, you know, Colin, when you uh, – when you play football at, at any level and, and you play it for 10 straight weeks, we had a scrimmage or game. Uh, kids are definitely going to be beat up, banged up, and, and have some soreness and ailments and that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, we think some kids have come back fresh for that and, and hope that they have. Uh, football is a game of attrition, and to be relatively healthy at this time of year is, is really a good sign. Certainly, I know you're all about yourselves. You're a big uh, proponent of us getting better, concentrating on ourselves. So how do the Panthers get better this week? Yeah, you know, um, I like the energy we saw from our kids uh, in Monday practice. Um, I I think we can definitely tighten some stuff up with execution, you know. Um, And and I just want to see a mindset ready to compete. Uh, We know we've got a great football team ahead of us at their place. Uh, it's going to be an intense atmosphere. They're going to be fired up to to play us, and I certainly hope we're fired up to play. Yeah, like you said, coming off uh, a game where you guys feel like you didn't necessarily play your best in any sense of the word, especially offensively, how do you guys get it going again offensively against a defense that is just as good, if not better, than that Dragon defense you saw two weeks ago? Yeah, you know, it's a good question, Colin. I thought uh, what we did was there uh, offensively against York, and we just didn't execute very well, and we didn't really make any plays, which is, has kind of been a trademark of this group of seniors. Uh, they've made plays even as underclassmen. Uh, Bear Eldridge, in particular, even as a freshman, had a kickoff return for a touchdown against the Cavs. So uh, really out of character for us to not execute any better than we did against York, and really out of character for us to really not make any big plays in the game. And so uh, we certainly hope that execution then just stepping up to the plate when the lights shining brightest on Friday night. Lights are certainly going to be bright. It's on the road, undefeated Upperman in Baxter. It's a playoff game type atmosphere. I don't think anybody uh, is unaware of that. So what is the message this week to your guys? It is a veteran team, a guy, a team full of guys like Bear Eldridge, Brady Lane, uh, Nick Osmond, so on and so forth. But what is the message, knowing the type of environment you're going to be walking into? 
yeah, it's definitely going to be a tough environment. We know uh, they don't particularly like us, uh, and we know they're a really good football team. So, you know, the message, Colin, is we just we got to play our best football. I don't think we've seen that at all this year. I think uh, probably most of our performances uh, are in the B-minus range of what we're capable of, and uh, B-minus won't cut it Friday night. So uh, the message is what, what's our kids' best look like, and can we put that on display for 48 straight minutes in a really tough environment? To end on a positive note, uh, we talked about it two weeks ago, right after the game. Your defense really kind of showed up, just not quite enough. Offense didn't help them any. This week, you will go you go up against an upperman offense that at times has been really potent and at times uh, has not, kind of inconsistent. What do you guys do defensively uh, to face a really talented quarterback with a lot of size, prototypical guy? Yeah, they're, they're super talented, Colin, and was really proud of our defense. Uh, York got both their scores were on short fields and, and that's on us but uh, Coach Qualls did a great job of adjusting our defense coordinator adjusting to York's offense and then uh, yeah you know Upperman you said has not been potent at times I think that's by design uh, they've pretty well gotten a two score lead and uh, and operated like a boa constrictor where they just uh, choke you to death run the football run the clock out and play really good defense. So they're capable of scoring a lot of points, Colin, and they've scored points when they've had to, and they've scored enough points to win every ball game they've played. So we know it's another really big challenge for our defense. What kind of pressure does that put on a defense to know that you're going up against a team that really and truthfully almost just wants to hold the football? It's not so much necessarily about big plays or finding the end zone. It's about keeping the ball out of Nick Osmond and Bear Eldridge and, and Brady Lane's hands. Yeah, we've seen that several times this year, Colin. Uh, Livingston did that in the second half. Uh, Mex County did a good job of that. We didn't run an offensive play in the in the first quarter against Mex County. Uh, York, obviously, their brand of offense did that to us. And, you know, defensively, you've just got to hold on, make them drive the field two or three yards, three or four yards at a time. Uh, the big challenge is offensively to not get frustrated or impatient, uh, either for myself as a play caller or – uh, Nick in particular, you know, taking what the defense gives you and not just feeling like every play has to be a touchdown because we've not had a lot of possessions in the game. Stone Memorial coming off their bye in their second consecutive game trying to take down an undefeated team. Heads to Baxter to take on the Upperman Bees. Can they do it this time? Couldn't do it at York. Will they do it this week? That would be your other game of the week probably, between Upperman and Stone Memorial. A lot of region and playoff implications in this one as well. We'll talk with the Bees head coach, Adam Kane when we return on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, this is the high school playbook. And after catching up with head coach Derek Samber and the Stone Memorial Panthers, who visit the Upperman Bees this week, we go to Baxter to check in with the home team in what promises again to be one of your two games of the week. Stone Memorial visiting Upperman here is the Bees head coach, Adam Kane, ahead of what he knows might be their most difficult test to date. Coach, as your volleyball team competes in the state tournament, uh, you certainly have a tall task in front of you and your guys as well. Uh, you know what? Undefeated doesn't really matter if you don't finish the deal, but what is the feeling around the guys as they kind of return to school this week? Obviously a weird situation with the volleyball team and about half the school in Murfreesboro, but what's the feeling around the guys this week as they returned to kind of a normal schedule? Yeah, I mean, just like you said, just – trying to get back in a routine um uh you know uh 
very proud and then you know excited for our volleyball team they got on a pretty good pretty serious run right there at the end and and uh so good luck to them as they continue um you know their pursuit of a championship and uh you know everybody's been asking me what it feels like to be eight no and this that and the other um you know we we've kind of known for for the last three months that this game as well as the next game are kind of hanging over our heads and and really the whole season kind of comes down to these two so um you know as, as excited as we are to you know to have the early success these uh I think the region will be kind of decided in the next two weeks. So we got to make sure we're focused and, and, you know, trying to be able to play our best, our best uh, football the next two weeks. Yeah. Focusing up and looking to play your best football over the next two weeks. Where do you guys put the emphasis this week? What is the, the things you're concentrating on to make sure you accomplish those goals over the next two weeks? Yeah, you know, I think defensively limiting the big plays. Um, you know, they've got some some big time uh, playmakers on their offense. Um, you know, starting with their quarterback. You know, he's uh, they graduated a uh, a region MVP last year, and then and then this kid just comes right in and uh, you know is playing equal, if not better, than the kid did last year. So. Uh, you know, dynamic athletes that we got to kind of contain. And, uh, I know Coach Samber does a good job of trying to, you know, I guess dial up, uh, you know, big explosive plays. And, um, so th- that's kind of where we start on defense. Um, and then, you know, trying to, uh, they do a pretty good job of run pass balance and, um, they're really good when they keep you off balance and 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 are able to do both. And so we we've got to try to figure out a way to, you know, stop the run game and and at least make them one dimensional. Um, and then defensively, um, you know, they they've done a great job. They the first thing that sticks out to me is how hard they play. You know, all eleven kids are are really, really working hard to get to the football, and um, so it's really impressive. It's a credit to their their coaching staff how hard their kid, you know, they get their kids playing. And so, you know, we we've got to move the chains and, get, and score some points. You know, last year we were able to possess the football, but but we weren't able to score every time we got down, you know, in the red zone. And so. Um, those two things are going to be at a premium is just being able to stay on the field offensively and, uh, you know, hopefully get some, you know, get some points when we get down in the, in close to the end zone. I think anyone would know at this point, you can put a lot of trust in this defense who has really stepped up this season, but the offense has shown uh, an ability at times to put points on the board, to be explosive uh, and to possess the football. And then, uh, at other times has, has had some inconsistencies. How do you get the offense going consistently this week? Where do they grow this week entering a difficult game against the cab? Yeah, you know, I think eliminating mistakes, you know, and what I mean there is uh, last week we had a, you know, we were about to put the game away and we had a bad snap, a uh, mishandled snap. Um 
you know, at times this year we've kind of hurt ourselves with some penalties, uh, you know, holding penalties, procedure penalties. Uh, offensively, I, I do think, you know, people have kind of uh, talked bad about our offense this year. I, I really like our offense. I like the capabilities. I like the, you know, the number of playmakers that we have. Um, but we got to, you know, we got to play a cleaner game. Uh, and that's kind of been the focus you know, the last three or four weeks, it's just, we got to play clean. We got to get, you know, get some good drives going and make sure those drives end with, uh, you know, a touchdown on the board. Certainly your next two opponents, as you mentioned, everything in this region could get decided over the next two weeks. Inside of that, knowing that that's the possibility, how much do you appreciate that you get to have both of these games in Baxter in front of your home fans? I really do. Um, that, you know, our, I really enjoy playing at home. Our fans are pretty passionate, and uh, I know our guys like playing in front of them. I know we we like playing on our own turf and in, in our own stadium. Uh, I think especially after last week's, uh, you know, two-plus-hour uh, ride on a yellow school bus, I, I really appreciate not having to uh, – my back, my lower back will appreciate not having to you know, get on that bus and go, go, uh, you know, any kind of distance. So I think it'll help. Um, we're comfortable playing at home. It's been a while, you know, the last three have been on the road and then we had a bye week in between. So it's been over a month since we played at home. So I think that'll add to our excitement level. Um, you know, this, this being a big game, a big region game, I think the kids will be really excited anyway. And I think playing at home will just add to that. Back in Baxter for the first time in a minute for the Bees. And, of course, the home environment promises to help the Bees out in what they think may be their most difficult two games to date. This week, it's hosting Stone Memorial. Next week, it's hosting DeKalb County. What a stretch for the Bees. That was head coach Adam Kane. We close out the program with head coach Sean Loftus in Gainesboro with the Blue Devils when we return on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Our final coach on the high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. If we didn't get to your favorite team, don't get concerned. You can always catch them in our Football Fridays interviews that did not make the show tonight. We'll get those posted up on Friday morning uh, so you can listen to them before you head to your favorite team's game on Friday night. Right now, we end the show in Gainesboro. Head coach Sean Loftus and the Jackson County Blue Devils. Also, like so many others, coming off their bye week and fall break. Coach, it was a much needed bye week. How are the guys uh, returning from it? What's been their attitude? How was practice uh, over the last couple of days uh, for the Blue Devils? Oh, practice was really good. And I think everybody, you know, got to just relax and recharge a little bit. Uh, I know it's always, uh, you know, it, it's a struggle to, to, you know, these kids have been going at it, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, since, um, the end of school and uh, uh other than the bye week and stuff i mean so it's they've uh, they put in a lot of time and just been able to just get away for a couple of days has i think been good for everybody uh, you know we've had a a good day uh today or excuse me yesterday and just hope that uh we continue to improve each and every day in order to you know get ready for a uh a, you know a really good monterey team 
Yeah, one of the things you and me have concentrated all season, right, is that 20, 22, 23 guys uh, that you kind of suit up and they play every down just about on in every facet of the game. How great was it to see them come back and feel even more maybe refreshed and healthy uh, than they've been in quite a long time after the bye week? Uh, it was good. I mean, uh, you know, it. Uh, there's always going to be some some good and some bad. I mean, so you know, I'm sure, like you know, we're our timing is going to be off and things like that as far as like in some of the things we do. So you know, just getting back to the basics uh, on on that early in the week and getting you know throwing the ball, catching the ball, that type thing, route running. Uh, you know, that stuff is. Uh, you know, it might. Uh, you know. Uh, take a couple of days to you know to get back on track with that but as far as like just being able to get these kids some couple of days off to where you know they're not having to to take um you know the the physical i guess you know abuse on their bodies and stuff has been really good uh you know for 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 them physically and mentally i feel like is that where the Blue Devils get better this week? Is it getting back to the fundamentals, the catching, the blocking, the timing? Or what is the emphasis for you guys this week before we talk about Monterey as an opponent? Well, I mean, obviously you've got to worry about your opponent. But, I mean, in, you know, we also have to get back to where, you know, uh, we're we're kind of getting back into some football shape and you know doing some football type movements and uh, and things like that. But I think you know when it's when it's when you've been off for a while. Um, when I say a while, you know you've been off for you take off a week. I mean just the uh, the biggest thing I feel like you know we have to do is just uh, because you know we do throw it around and things like that. I feel like you know that's our biggest thing that we need to get back to. Uh, you know, and we did quite often yesterday just. And you know, just just running routes and throwing and catching and uh, that type of thing. You know, as far as a run game goes, you know that that's a pretty easy you know fix. But it, the the timing between the quarterbacks and the receivers is uh, is always a, a you know a, a a hard thing, I guess, to kind of teach. And whenever you've been off for uh, you know seven days or so, I mean, it's uh, it's something that it, it takes a couple of days to I think get back on track. These are two teams that are desperately looking for a win. You mentioned it. You guys host a very good Monterey team this week. What do they do that can give you guys some issues? And obviously, maybe what are some things you hope you guys can take advantage of? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean they're they're a well coached team. Uh, you know, Scott and I go back a long way, and you know, I, uh, he does a great job. Uh, you know, when their kids are going to be ready, they're going to be prepared. Um, and you know, and our biggest thing is, you know, they're they're a run first team, and you know, we're going to have to be able to, uh, uh, you know, to to stop them from uh, just running all over us for one. And uh, you know, they, um, and I'm sure after, you know, they're going to kind of come in here with a with a hungry taste in their mouth after uh, last week's game. And so, you know, we've got to be prepared. I mean, it's senior night here and I've got four seniors on their football team that uh, it'll be the last time that they play a home game. Um, you know, so, you know, we've got to, we got to be up for the challenge physically. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a battle of whatever, whoever front on both sides of the ball is able to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, I feel like that, uh, you know, can win this ball game. Jackson County Blue Devils head coach Sean Loftus as they prepare to host a hungry Monterey team who 
fell in a big-time way to Trousdale County. Both de- both teams in need desperately of a region win, the Blue Devils and the Wildcats on Friday night. Make sure that you go check them out. If you've got nowhere else to go, maybe you can head out to that one and tune in to one of our other ball games, Cookville will be on News Talk 94.1. You can check in on that game uh, beginning at around 6.40. Your game of the week, DeKalb County, White County. Coverage begins at 6.40 as well on Sports Radio 104.7 and Livingston Academy on the road for the second time in Crossville, this time at Cumberland County visiting the Jets. That'll begin at around 6.15 with myself and David Ledbetter on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. For tonight... I'm Colin Castleberry. This has been the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders.